for an incredible night. Oh, we're taking it up a notch. Something that's been instrumental in my business that really took it to the next level. So proud and pleased today to have Damien Bailey, the founder of the Wedding Industry Awards. It should be part of the process of improving your business. Increase the number of bookings and increase the amount I was charging for those bookings. Every year, we have to remove a handful of entrants who've cheated on their voting. Anybody wanting to go into the TWI Wedding Industry Awards, give themselves the best chance. What will you say to them and what tips have you got for them? Okay. Hey, be sure you stick around because we're only getting warmed up. Let me just clean this. Uh... Oh, jeez, he's taking his top off. I realised this was a topless podcast. Well, hi guys. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, Think Wedding Business with me and... Me. Me, Adam, Adam Wing. <laughs> uh, Today's a great one, and I'll tell you why. It's something that's been instrumental in my business that really took it to the next level was entering the Wedding Industry Awards. And so proud and pleased today to have Damien Bailey, the founder of the TWIA, TWIA, the Wedding Industry Awards, whatever you want to call it. He's, he's here with us today. He's going to talk us through how we got started, the process of the awards, how it all works, few stories in between, so without further ado, uh, a very warm welcome, Damien. Thank you very much, Steve, for joining us today. Can't I'm wait for you spot. both. Good afternoon. Hi. How are we? Hi, yeah. yeah, good, good. We Thanks are. for coming on. I'm excited to chat to you too. I've I've I've, I've uh, listened to your podcast with great interest. So uh, oh, I'm, 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 I'm honoured to be on. Thank you for having me. Well, I think like so far in the podcast, we've naturally gravitated towards talking about them because we've always advocated them in our online course and I do myself on my YouTube and things. So with the podcast, we've had guests on that have been part of it. Um, Francesca, who won last year's, was recently That's on. Right. Um, so we've naturally been talking about it and we've said from the start, we need to get the actual, <laughs> the actual person behind the awards on and get yourself on and obviously the entries for this year are open now is that yeah, right? yeah it's open been open since march and they close on the 25th of september so we're nearly in the last month of entries for well it's it's twitter 2024 this always stump confuses people and it's understandable but it's sort of because we announced the national winners in january next year people have their titles if you like for the year ahead rather than the year behind and we just think that's more positive so yeah twitter 2024 is the current one entries close on the 25th of september there it is look at the plug for anybody who's What's listening this? how it's holding his award up my yeah. award and this was 2014 2014 um, so our second second year third year you're a third year i think third third year. Year. you're a prolific winner and now have been judged for many years and yes when i started my business you advised me to enter and it was my first year and i thought there's no way i should even be in amongst the other videographers in my category let alone get to the finals win it etc but then there was the the newcomer category which i didn't know about which was specifically for people like me who were just starting out and i won that and that was like in my first year of business i won this national like a you know nationally recognized award i won the um, best newcomer from the northwest yeah. i got to go to the the national event in london and it just went like inquiries went through the roof and compared to where i was when i was starting it just gave me a real kickstart and it was it, honestly like mate thank you for doing it and and <laughs> well, everything well, that you do with that's it that's well that's very kind of you and i'm delighted that it helped both both of you and i know it's helped others i mean we we set out to create a platform to showcase the incredible talent in the wedding industry in this country, simple as that. Um, the key thing with 
the awards for our, from our point of view is that we did them in the right way and for the right reasons. Um, I'm a wedding supplier, just like you guys. I'm a wedding photographer. I've been doing it for 20 years, shot over 850 weddings. Um, it was important to, to, to Anna and I, my wife and I, who, when we set up the awards, that we, that we were doing it for its own sake. Um, not to promote another product or to, you know, to reward advertisers or sell advertising or, or, or whatever else. But uh, so I'm, I'm really proud. It makes me really proud, Adam, that when you to hear that it's really helped, it helped you at the beginning. It gave you that boost. You don't need any help now, I'm sure. But, you know, continuing, the truth, it, continuing to be part of it is is still great for, for a multitude of reasons that right. aren't immediately obvious, like the networking side of things and and um the, there's just confidence and trust that couples have when they go to my website and see yeah. all these badges lined up it's I've the more subtle stuff that i think has that. the longer lasting impact it, it, it really is that like you say networking is a dirty word but this industry it's all about little interconnecting groups of suppliers helping each other recommending each other supporting each other um and if we help create that or support that then so much the better um and yeah social the confidence the social proof aspect is is massive, isn't it? So if, if people don't know you, they're interested in booking you, they've seen you somewhere, they go onto your website, they go on your socials, and they see that you've won or you're a part of an award as prestigious as the TWIA, it just gives them a little bit of extra social proof. And it's it's just an extra little chink in the armor for your marketing. Absolutely. Uh, it is, you're right, Howard. Sorry, it's, it is... It's just one of those things. It adds to... It can help embellish your marketing. Um, it's not going to just by winning a, a, one of our awards isn't going to make you you know as busy as you want to be but if you add it and use it well and, and add that logo to your marketing and take it to wedding fairs and show people it, it, it's going to help and the proof is the word you use there Howard it's absolutely spot on couples will look for proof that you are good enough for their wedding and a little twear badge that little pink stamp of approval that kite mark is what we think of it as yeah. for the wedding industry that helps because couples will see that and they'll research it and they'll understand what it is. We've had couples that have booked other winners and just gone through the list of must have gone on your website and gone, oh, yeah. oh, I want them people. And We get it all the time. They even don't even look at times, which is sort of slightly questionable, but those couples will just go down the regional winners in their region and book every, book just book every single one of them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that makes me proud because they trust what we're doing. And, and I know the process is rigorous and, and we, we may come onto this. And, you know, we obviously in the past will currently get some stick from people, but I know we do it properly or as properly as we can possibly do it. And couples trust that and suppliers trust that too. So, so, yeah, uh, we, I, we're really proud of it. It has its you know ups and downs, but um, we're still here, 12 years in. It's a different process, like you say, to some of the other ones that exist, and we will get onto that, um, how yours yeah. is from others. Um, but I, just to take it back, how did it come about from your point of view? Like, what made you start it? Where did it all come from? So uh, I started photographing weddings back in 2003, and in 2007, there was... A, a similar awards client voted that appeared on the, in the wedding industry. Um, it was set up by a company called Rapid, who were at that time an online gift service service, and they set up the awards to basically promote their their product. I entered one wedding photographer of the year, um, and business just boomed. I, it, I understood, I think, how to use it. Uh, which is the first thing, and I'm sure again we're going to come onto that with with tips and things. But I understood that. If I promote, use this to help me promote my business, I could 
increase the number of bookings and increase the amount I was charging for those bookings, which is the holy grail, really, those two things for a wedding supplier. Business took off and I literally never looked back. And pretty quickly, I went from shooting, you know, maybe a dozen weddings a year to shooting 80 weddings a year. Um, and that was amazing. The, the awards disappeared after to two years uh, because the company running them went bust. So I said to my wife, Anna, my experience in that was incredible the industry is big enough and deserves a proper awards program. Uh, we should do one. <laughs> Simple as that. We were both from an event management background. Before I was a photographer, I was in event management. So was Anna. So we, it was sort of in our wheelhouse. Um, little did we know how much work and time and effort it would take. Um, but we set it up in 2011. Um, did it, we used to only do one national event, but we always had the regional aspect to it as well, which we thought was really important because it's how our industry works. And then in, uh, when did we introduce the regional events? I can't quite remember. That was an interesting conversation with Anna though, because she's in charge of our events and she went from one to nine in a single conversation <laughs> when I said we need to do regional events. Um, and actually they, they are, they're the, they're the best bit for us getting out there into around the country in November to, to meet everybody, to see everybody, to create this community that no one else is out there creating not not in the same way um that's really special for us so yeah it came out of a personal experience and i'm and i'm still a wedding photographer i still shoot weddings um so i'm in it this is in exactly the same way as you guys are as, as all the other suppliers businesses who enter the awards i am on the same page i'm trying to do the same thing um i can't enter the awards unfortunately but uh, the next best thing is to run it for everyone else i think that's really good because the fact that you you, you are in the industry and you have been for many years you are just perfectly placed to run something like this and you understand it inside and out, back and front. Because there's so many people I imagine who set up this type of entity who just want to do it as like, like a business venture and and try the hand in it. But you you live and breathe it and you have done for many years. I think you're very well placed, you know, where you are with you know with this awards. And it I, I think I think that shows um when did you enter? Am I first I, time? I entered the first time I entered was the year before. I won it. So, so I, so it must be 2012 for the 2013 one. Cause I remember when I, on my second attempt, I actually had an interview. I think we, I think it was with Anna. Yeah. yeah we used to do interviews for regional finalists. I thought, how the hell are you going to, how you, <laughs> you needed that. that? <laughs> we needed that for one or two years. It broke us. So I, um, I did it. I, I went in. So the first time I went in it, I won the region and I didn't win the national. But I remember we all went to the national event in London, Johnny Draper, I think Andy Murphy, Gav, and a whole team of us. And it, oh God, what a great experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, those, we those had heady days too. When we were first starting, those nights were absolute carnage as well. I mean, there were big parties. There was a lot of, you yeah, know. It was at the Bloomsby Ballroom the first time. Okay. Uh, we were at the cafe after that, weren't we? Cafe de Paris. Yeah, that's right. We, 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 we started at the cafe and then we moved to the Bloomsbury Ballroom and then we went back to the cafe. And yeah, but unfortunately... I think you did two at Bloomsbury Ballroom. Yeah, yeah. I won in the second one. Okay. That's when I won the national. And yeah. I remember when I when I didn't win the national in my first attempt, it, it kind of, it gave me so much more incentive and drive and passion to want to come back and win this award. And you know what it did? It actually helped me raise my game. Um, and this is just one of the other little side things people don't realize what it does for you. And sometimes not winning the national can actually be a really good thing. Well, uh, not winning any, not not winning at all, or not getting to any level. I mean, a third between a quarter and a third of people who enter the awards don't become a regional finalist. Mm. So you know, 
for, for those, the message should be, and it's along the same lines as, uh, as you're there saying, Howard, absolutely right. Well, hold on. I can either say, well, it's rubbish because it didn't wasn't made a finalist and didn't win. Or you can say, well, look, I, I really want to be a regional finalist or win. And in order to do that, I need to raise my game in every way. It should be part of the process of improving your business. That uh, when I didn't win, oh my God, I, I, I changed everything. Well, not everything. My act is essentially me. But my, I, I certainly think my service improved. I got, I, I changed my website. I actually wrote a book on how to plan a wedding, uh, created welcome packs and things that I'd give my couples. And I just wanted to be the very best that I could and offer the very best service that I could. And then hopefully that would convey when I went in the second time and it gave me more of a chance. And whether it was that or not, I don't know, but it certainly did. And that's when I became the winner of the national award. I find that continuing to do it each year when the entries come around uh, the the you know the deadline for getting your votes in and everything right up to that deadline on the day it's like a kick up the bum i go i as soon as i know it's coming around i go back to my website and i go right i use that as my yearly like just stop take and go right how can i improve my website this year what does what needs to be on my portfolio all my new stuff and I, and it's a real kick up the bum because i want my entry and my um my you know my attempt to win the award to be the best it can be so but the people but the people who benefit most from that process are your couples and that's yeah. the point it's it's the winning winning an award you'll do so because you do an amazing job for your couples that's where this starts and ends you're you're not doing it to try to win an award it's a byproduct of being great for your couples mm-hmm. um and there are incremental things that you can do to improve you know and, and to be better at entering an awards for sure but the bottom line is the the, the finalists and winners are are really good really good at what they do that 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 that's for that for their couples that's the most important thing it's a win-win it's a win-win in both yeah, situations it, it helps Brilliant. improve your service whether you win or not like just re-entering re-entering it's it's me yeah. just you know giving myself a kick up the bum and going uh, imp- it's this refreshing is, isn't it's it how you can improve and get, mm. give yourself the best shop front on my website and my portfolio and there and then in in turn that helps yeah I mean, I we mean, had a we had a regional winner last year she said in her interview afterwards that she'd entered five years in a row and first two years she wasn't a finalist and the second two years she made it as a regional finalist and then she just kept she said i was i just was so desperate to 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 improve my business to such an extent that i could win this award it drove me and then she won it and she was in floods of tears she said i just can't believe it because it's not it's great to have won this she was holding a little trophy it's great to have won this but what i know is that i've improved for my couples and that that is what it that is what really counts. You're holding um, yourself accountable, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. And and you're sticking your neck on the line. I mean, it, it it's it's you know it's not an easy thing to do. It takes guts and bravery to enter an awards like this and to put yourself out there. Because what if you don't win? Well, you know, there's ways there's ways to deal with that. We may come onto it, but it, it's about making using using the process in however whatever ways you need to make it beneficial to you. Whether that can be even personal just a chance to step away from your business and have a look at it from an external perspective, mm-hmm. if you like, because yeah. we never have time uh, to do that. We're all spending so much time in the business. We never have enough time to spend on the business. And I, we're the same. It's a, it's a classic self-employed thing. Um, I think it makes you tw- work on your business though, doesn't it? When you're in this, <clears throat> it, it, it makes you create that time to do it and actually work on your business. This is what I'm getting at. This, I, yeah queer as my yearly stock take and go yeah and this this is where i'm going to actually look and uh, everything my website my service how i interact with my couples my 
quality of my filmmaking like right mm. how can i improve because it needs to be as good as it can be because otherwise what's the point i've entered these awards mm. i might as well give it my best shot and then even if nothing comes of it i'm like well at least i've got my website so that's the job i don't need to do in january so are you going to keep going oh i don't know i've never won the national <laughs> so the, the closest i've got was the highly commended at, at the national so I've never won it, won it. Uh, I don't know. With, with the greatest respect, I don't feel like I need to keep going in to, to win the award. The reasons are no. like going, like I say. No, I, I said earlier, Adam, you don't. You probably don't need that boost. Well, you definitely don't need that boost anymore. It's more of a of a, of a sort of self satisfaction project. Um, yeah. and if, that, the if, that, if that's what you wanted to do. I think Andy Murphy was the same. I think he was like, I'm not doing anything until I've won that award, you know, and <laughs> just year after but year it, after year. Also, the the I've had friends that have won it. And in, in my region in the Northwest, I'm good friends with a lot of the videographers that enter. And each year we're all there cheering each other on. And mm. it, it's really nice that we're not treating it like competition. And no, we, I think, and I think that that but, is, um, that is another factor about this, the community aspect. We all sit, you know, we, we're out every weekend shooting weddings. Fine. That's a sociable job. But the most of the rest of the time, we are sitting in a desk at a desk at a studio, you know, editing videos. I'm editing photos. Howard's doing his vocal exercises or whatever he has to do to get ready for ah, the next wedding. Netflix and but do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but, you know, to be able to put 250 wedding supplies in a room together and see them supporting each other, um, not, you know, having a go at each other, there's plenty of work to go around seeing that and the, and the camaraderie because guess what adam if you i would imagine if you're busy on a, any given wedding day you're going to recommend someone that you know and you may well have met them at a wedding industry awards event because when are you, how else are you going to meet other wedding videographers unless it's you know I'm, i know there are other ways to meet them but you know it's off, offline um but it does serve to create that community and we're really really proud of that that was a real byproduct we never thought that would that wasn't a reason for doing it but it's definitely a fundamental sort of pillar of of twitter these days is 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 that community for, for video viewers the camera's over here so we've got technical issues back, in, we're back are in, we all still okay. recording stuff yeah we are yeah. Oh, yeah. i think so that community aspect of it yeah you know what it's like up north. It's brilliant up here. There's so many brilliant venues with so many great suppliers. And going in the in the in the awards in them early years for me and a lot of my friends and supplier friends, it created this real good bond between us all. Mm. And it was it was it was such a good thing. Um, it brought everybody together. And it's just like what you said before then. And we we're a big advocate of this for making friends within within the industry. You recommend each other. You know, you you trust each other, and just being part of the TWI, uh, the Twia process, just really cemented and bonding those relationships. Like it's like now, my my best mates are in the in, are, are in the wedding industry. You know, people like Johnny Draper and Tom Harris, yeah. Murphy, Adam, and we've 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 been bonded over over the years. But certainly, TWI is, has been a big part of that and and helped create that. It's uh, well, I'm just... really proud of that. That's great. Oh, and that, you, I know that you guys work together at weddings. Regulars as a group of friends working at weddings together. It's just, it's no better than that. Oh, we have such a laugh. We, we I mean, it's not as much as what it used to be perhaps then, but when we do get together and, we, and we're working on a wedding, it is just brilliant. Yeah. You made out like we'd met during Twitter and we became friends through. The no, no, no. I've known you ever since <laughs> uh, you were born. Like when you were a oh, chubby baby. How would forget sometimes that we are family and that it's not just a business? <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, it, but. You coming into the wedding industry has really made our relationship so much better than, yeah, than it was it has, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Adam, did you go into the industry because of Howard? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. So, probably, the, it, yeah. It, what do you was, mean, probably? There, there was no uh, doubt about I it. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely did. I wouldn't have done it without Howard. But it was a very easy, like, why don't you try doing this? And it's you know, a couple hundred quid on your weekends. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was it. Was there was no interest from my point of view at all in any, and then one day he's just like, do you want to get this a go? I was like, what? I can get how much? Hundred pounds? <laughs> yeah. One well, day. Um, this, and yeah. little did I know, but obviously I, yeah, I, I fell in love with it. And well, the yeah. wedding industry is one of those no one ever dreams. Of, but when you're in it, you sort of look around and go, don't tell everyone else. But this is a pretty fantastic place to work. Um, yeah, it's like it's not work, life, isn't it? It's an amazing thing to do. I love it. And and it gets a bad rep. You know, everyone goes, oh, weddings, yeah, just move the decimal point. They're all really expensive <laughs> and all that stuff. And I and I sort of get that. But but actually, the the, the level of the quality of wedding business, wedding supply in this country has risen incre- hugely over the last 10 years. There are some incredibly talented people out there in all aspects of the wedding industry. Um, and that means weddings are better. Um but it also means you can make a living out of it and you can, it's a wonderful, joyful place to be. Um, it's exciting. It's emotional. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. I, I stumbled in it completely by accident. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's become the major part of our life. So yeah, it's, uh, it's good to hear though that that you have admitted that it was Howard who you got you into it. That's important. oh yeah yeah I'd say, yeah. I'd tell anyone that asked like I That's wouldn't be doing any of this without Howard. And I've, yeah, I wonder I've, what would you have been doing, Adam, if you hadn't got into this teaching? I was te- training as a teacher. So I trained as a teacher as well. Yeah, maybe there's that's the thing. We both escaped. Yeah, I wanted to be a teacher all my life, and then uh, got given a camera. <laughs> <laughs> but the the really important thing with this is. Adam was like a sponge and he wanted to learn. And then it, the passion grew and grew and grew. And he followed instruction really, really well. And then absolutely smashed it. Um, and the, one of those instructions was, right, you're in a position now, you, you've come into the wedding industry, you need to go and apply for the wedding industry awards. Adam was like, well, I've only just started. It doesn't matter if they've got a newcomer section. So even if you've only done five weddings, it doesn't matter. You can still enter as a newcomer. As long as your business is less than 12 months old, you can do it. And he went, oh, sure, are you sure? I said, just do it, just do it. And then obviously I, I helped him and gave him tips of advice that I think would would help him. And and it did. And worked. Yeah. And as you said, your business went well through the roof yeah. from there. Leads, leads us on to the next question. So the Wedding Industry Awards isn't the only wedding awards service out there and in, in the, like there's some in the northwest that we know um but i would yours is unique in the process of how how it's all done so if you can talk us through like how one enters and what the process is and because it's it's not yeah. just the case of mo you know most votes wins it's it's no far from popularity it popularity contest there's a lot more to it and it yeah I, I, that was the most fairest way of, of an awards and well that's yeah. so accredited because it yeah. is judged by people that like in my category, it's judged by top end videographers. It really is. Yeah. I mean, Rhyme we've worked really. so hard at that. I mean, it's very easy to set up, set up an awards. And if I owned a wedding magazine back in, you know, when those existed, um, you'd have an you'd have an awards that basically rewarded advertisers, encouraged advertising, and sold magazines. That makes sense to me. But it's a muddy, it's a muddy area when uh, in those, there was no voting. It was either a, a, just a judging panel on, of editorial staff or maybe a couple of experts judging all the categories. Uh, and it certainly wasn't voted. And if it was, it was, it was voted for by anybody. So when we set this up, we had to make sure it was, we, from the very beginning, it was client voted. This has to be based on user experience. That is the only gauge that's, that's relevant. 
to the suppliers and to their future couples who might be looking at the awards and see to see who's won. So that's the first thing. So when you enter the awards, um, you create your judging profile. We ask some questions specific to your category about your business that you fill in. You can upload photos and videos and all that. And then you send a, a, a specific link um, to your eligible couples to ask them to vote for you. And the, the, each category has different voting criteria that those couples vote on. So they'll give you a score out of 10 in seven or eight different criteria specific to the category. Um, and we then take all that data and use it in the, in the judging process. Um, so for it, so the, 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 the date range this year is uh, if your couples can vote for you, if they got married between the 2nd of October uh 20 sorry the 10th of october 2022 and the 2nd of october 2023 they can only vote after their wedding so they have to have had the whole experience of you and what you do for them um and they can it's only one vote per per, per couple so uh they both both parties can't vote um so we get about 25,000 votes each year um of couples giving that feedback to us as an awards program and we then give that feedback to the entrance after the awards have closed so that's key. I think that voter feedback, lots of people get thank you cards and lots of people get, uh, you know, nice sort of Google reviews and what have you. But we're asking them specific score to score businesses on specific aspects of their business and then leave comments, constructive criticism and any other comments as well. And that is so valuable to to businesses that enter. So that client interaction is key for us. Um, it, it's what differentiates us from well, one of the major things that differentiates us from other rewards for sure. Yeah, the feedback yeah. I've used every year, get that, I, you send the feedback through on a PDF and I've copy and pasted people's um, feedback and just slapped it straight onto a testimony yeah. website. It's just so nice to sit and read it all. Oh, we get feedback from people saying they're just in floods of tears reading their, the gorgeous comments. That and, and if you need a boost, you're sitting on your own, remember, sitting at a desk on your own, you're in you're in your your florist workshop. You're you're at your desk if you're a photographer. Whatever it is, if you need a little pick me up and need someone to remind you that you're doing a good job and you're going in the right direction, reading that voter feedback is different to getting thank you cards. It is people are ha- trying to help you win an award. They are it's their opportunity to tell an official body how great this person is. Um, I mean, so people to judge for that. that. First night when we when that first year when when I didn't win. When it's all over, then you 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 get the opportunity to see all those comments. They get sent to you, like saying, "We were sat in bed, and I literally was in tears." And Sam was the same. <laughs> so many amazing comments, and it, yeah. But the good thing with that is, as well, it's all real. It's all true. This, I mean, yeah. how many fake comments are on people's websites? Yeah. Uh, this is one hundred percent authentic. Um, and we we check. So people often ask us. Well, they don't ask us. They they tell us that we don't do it right. Um, so. <laughs> how we we get around this is we do spot checks in every category in every region we will contact um voters to to check that they are who they say they are that they that they use this supplier we'll check their wedding date in their venue which we ask as part of the voting process and every year i remove we have to remove a handful of entrants who've cheated on their voting oh wow we we, we bust people every year we because People are just writing the votes themselves. So there's no way we can make it foolproof. Part of this process is appealing to the people's better nature to do this in the right way and for the right reasons, just like we're trying to. But we do have mechanisms in place to to spot um, people creating 
votes for themselves. Um, it's never going to be foolproof, but it, it's as foolproof as it can be. Uh, and I'm, I, we work really hard on that. Tell me, let me tell you, <laughs> it's a full yeah. on thing. Oh yeah, I never thought people would have would do that. Yeah, I know it just wouldn't occur to you to do that, <laughs> no. but but people do. Yeah. Um, yeah, we record, obviously when someone votes, they're voting from a device that usually has an IP address and we record those. And I've seen in the past entrants, who've, every vote has the same IP address. Mm. But there's just a giveaway straight away and then you have a conversation and and uh, then suddenly they're not in the awards anymore. So, you know, we work, we take this really seriously. Um, and I think you have to, if you're making it specifically client voted, you're going to do it right you've got to do it right um and I'm, i think sometimes the well most of the time if not all the time uh not all the time that's not fair some of the other awards are, are great and actually been around longer than we have but certainly there are some that are completely mickey mouse almost to the point of being a scam uh to collect your data to then sell on to other businesses effectively um and they're not worth the paper they're written on yeah and i think there's some as well who are selling well there's, there's some that, that- no. Off, off the back of it there's and some that are just most votes win so yeah if you've done 100 weddings a year you've bet you've got a much better chance than yeah. the person who's done 20 weddings a year and obviously like as we all know that the number of weddings you do doesn't necessarily mean that you're more successful no. or no. yeah I mean, also, we, we've always been a big advocate for awards in general anyway because it's a, still an extra badge and you know it it, it helps it helps but I don't. I think you are the most fair awards out there with the way that your judging mm. process is done. Yeah, I've got to be I, honest. I, I I don't know all of them, but certainly ones that I've known of. You you guys. Well, I know, I know we are, and I know we are. Um, and apologies if that sounds offensive to anyone else who runs what they think is a great awards. I don't mean to put yours down, but I know that we do ours right. The, one of the, the the litmus tests here, and this will be a, a bit of advice and a top tip I would give to anyone listening or watching is. If you're interested in an award, you should be able to find out how the judging process works, for instance, on the website. There mm. should be a full, to the point of being really dull, breakdown of how this process works. And ours does. There are very, very few others that do. Um, I, I, you know, not many give a full breakdown of how it works. Oh, it just says there'll be a judging process with our panel of experts. So listen, that's not enough. There needs to be more detail. Mm. So that would be something. You, yeah, you want to know, you know who those experts yeah. are, don't okay, you? Well, yeah. Okay, let, well, let's pull it back. So the first protocol is you get your couples to vote for you, but only the ones who you've done a wedding for, so they've experienced your whole service. They'll do they'll they'll do that side, and then what happens from there, Damo? Moving forward. So, um, so let's let's take this year for example. The entries close on the twenty fifth of September, a little earlier than normal, and then voting closes one week later. So effectively, you could enter on the last day, and people do, and then they have one week to get their votes in, which which works because people respond to a deadline. It's human nature. Yeah. And then the judging process starts. Now, this is the other aspect of our awards that's very, very different to, to others. And something, again, that I'm really proud of, we've worked really hard on. We have over 135 judges on our panel split into a, an individual panel for each category. So people who are experts, who are tried and tested, they've either come through TWIR and have won repeatedly, uh, and I've, I've invited them to join the panel, or they're renowned experts who, who've actually never had anything to do with TWIR. Um, it's been hard to build that panel. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, and as you know, Howard, because you've been on the panel for a while and in, in, in various categories, we we ask people to do it for nothing. Um, it's a big ask. Um, well, but... wait a minute. Whoa. 
<laughs> when I expect to check, what's going on? <laughs> well, I think that's it. You You're know, right, if we paid our judges, it would just be so dodgy. I think it would just be we couldn't afford to do it, um, and it would be dodgy. And I think you you know you you get stuff out of being a judge. Was... Listen, that's what makes it real. People are do, they're not doing it for a monetary gain. They're not doing it for, yeah. for them personally. They're doing it for other people to help them. And that's why I do it. And that's why a lot of my friends and do it. And it's interesting as well, I think. It's interesting to get an insight into what's going on in the industry. Um, I feel, well, I, I don't do much judging anymore. I usually step in if someone can't do it for whatever reason, um, in a, only in a category that I have any expertise in, like photography. Um, but um, I I just feel like it. It's I guess it's so satisfying knowing that you're going to give someone this boost. If they're good, you can see they're good in order for that person to do well. So when both of you succeeded in those awards, in these awards, it was because all the judges in the category thought you were excellent. Mm. So, so we, this is another slight issue with the judging panel. And I'm sorry if this is boring, but it's important that we're never going to create a panel that's completely unbiased and doesn't know anyone who's entered the awards. But what we do have is, you know, in the photography category, we've got probably 15 or 16 judges. There's no way that any, an entrance going to know all of them. That's the point. And in order to win, you've got to garner sort of favor and a positive uh, judging from a good proportion of those those judges. Uh, and what I love is when I see the results, um, it's it's usually very, very clear. There's usually a winner and all the judge most most of the judges have agreed. Sometimes we have it very close and there's a highly commended. That's how we do what, what you might term a runner up, but we call it highly commended. And that's given to someone uh, who, who's been the top, who very close to the to the winner. But um, the process works. And I know people call that into question, but the, the, the we again, all we're trying to do is do it in, the, in as, the best way we possibly can. And the more judges we have, the fairer the results. So each year we add, we try to find better uh, sort of new judges to add and some obviously leave. We have a very good retention rate, um, but but generally uh, we're trying to grow um, uh, and and uh, yeah, it's probably the, the single biggest part for me of of the awards is is managing the judging and the judging panel. Yeah, it's, uh, it's full it can be, isn't it? If you've got and the th for all the criticism that that you come across online, the people that end up winning, you can't ever argue with it because they are. You look on the websites and the and the work. They're really good. Yeah, and I'm comfortable with I when I'm standing on the stage. Um, announcing those winners at the regional events or the national event, I know that the process is rigorous. I I trust it. I trust our judging panel, um, and I, I I can stand there with confidence to say these these to announce these winners. Now, I I don't know anything about hair and makeup, as you can tell, but the people on our panel do, and if they say uh, general consensus that this person should win, then that is good enough for me. Uh, inevitably, people will kick back and I get emails saying, you know, I can't believe the result. You've got that so badly wrong. And I go, well, I'm really sorry you feel that way. Come back and have another go next year. Look at the people who have won uh, and see if there's anything that they're doing that you can add to your business um, because it's clearly working for them. So it's, it's an emotional situation. Um, because people want to win, and I understand that they they put a lot of time and effort in, but I, I do trust our judging process, and we're constantly working to make it better. So, um, best yeah, way it's important. I think it's the best way that it can be without actually going and physically going seeing that person do their thing live. Yeah. I heard this comment a few years ago. Well, somebody said, "Well, you've not even been to see. How do you know?" And it's like, "Oh my God, do you want to come and sit with me while I'm doing the judging process?" <laughs> because it's yeah. 
But also, so my, my, we, I've heard those comments too, you know, secret shopping sort of thing. The issue there is that in order for you to, let's say, Howard, and you're judging the music act category, in order for you to judge them fairly, you can't go to just one of them and see them perform. You'd have to go to all of them to see them perform. And that's completely unpractical and unreasonable. I mean, you know, venues, we'd we'd have to get the venue judges to go to every venue. Um, That just... It's just unfeasible. And and I don't think anyone's seriously expecting us to do that. But what we do do is try to ensure that the the the, the judging profile that each entrant creates can they can upload photos and videos. Obviously, the judges have access to social media, to their websites. I know judges go to companies' house to check the records of an entrant to make sure that they are a bona fide com- company with 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 some solidity there. So yeah, I know others do it too. It's oh. I never ask anyone to do that. Um, I yeah. love the fact that people do that um, because at the end of the day, the results stand on our judging panel as well. They have to do it right because if they get the, the, the decision wrong or the process wrong, then it's going to sort of come back to them. And it has done in the past and that's been uncomfortable. But but uh, but and yeah. How, what what are the judges looking for then? Just to add on. Well, I'm going to pull it back with a proper proper question for that. I think because I think people are going to really want to know. So it was my pressure we, question. We, we no, all... your question wasn't proper, Adam. No, no. Because <laughs> this could be a good one. Good soundbite. No, no. You know better than me. Carry on. Do it. <laughs> just say thank you to Uncle Adam. So anybody <laughs> wanting to go into the TWI Wedding Industry Awards and want to give themselves an edge and give themselves the best chance of winning the awards, what will you say to them and what tips have you got for them as they enter the awards? Okay, it's tough. That's a a really good question. Sorry, Adam, that is a good question. Um, But it is a tough one to answer. There are some really basic, simple things to do. First of all, make sure you've completed your judging profile. So we ask a series of questions, as I mentioned earlier, category-specific questions answer those questions. Lots of entrants don't answer those questions. And I don't really understand why. They're very obvious on the the admin area when you log in. Second thing is get someone to sense check those answers, even for grammar and spelling, to, to get someone else to check it. What judges who are busy in their own life away from the judging, what they don't want is to see a spelling mistake or something careless on the on the answers. It just means you haven't taken any care. And then a judge is sort of going to go, well, I'm going to move on and look for someone who has taken the care, regardless of how amazing you are at your thing. I just know that's how that's how the human brain works, especially in something like this, in the judging. Um, upload photographs, but upload photographs that show what you do and how you do it. So if you're a, uh, okay, venues are sometimes guilty of this. They're certainly guilty of this on their websites. Uh Show us a photo, show us photos of your rooms, your space that you use for weddings. Stand in the corner and take a photo with your wide angle on your iPhone if you have to. Don't show me a picture of a place setting at a on a table because that's not showing me what your venue is like. Um, we really encourage people to upload videos um, to show. So I, I, you know, we have these tools in our hand. These phones are incredible, obviously. So walk, walk me around your venue. Walk me around your bridal shop. Uh, show me where couples come or where brides come to do, to get your product and service. Um, introduce us to your team. Do little piece to camera. I know it's embarrassing, but show us who you are. Uh, show the panel. Um, it's not, it's not good enough just to put 
a load of wedding photos up that you've taken if you're a photographer. However great they are, you need to put some up, but maybe put up a little selfie, maybe put up a video introducing yourself to the judging panel saying mm. what, what, what you're passionate about. It's, it's all important, good stuff. Um, right. And then you have to work hard to get your votes in. It is not an easy process. I know that um, lots of couples, they, they have their wedding, they send out their thank you cards and they move on. Uh, they're moving house. They're getting a new job. They're having babies. Life moves on. It can sometimes take a little bit of graft to get them to vote for you. And I'm sure you guys would have come up against that when you've entered. Mm. They, the bottom line is they're just busy and they've moved on. It's not that they don't want to vote for you. Um, so you do have to um, graft that a little bit. Um, we, do, we do say we, we don't really want people to incentivize voters. We don't say, if you vote for me, you'll get this. And that does happen. We've had to sort of uh, have some conversations with entrants in the past about that. Um, but they do vote and they vote. We get, here's a stat, because uh, you like, I know everyone loves a stat. So we get 25,000 votes throughout the the, the, the voting process. Um, about 10,000 of those come in the last two weeks where, when everyone's just panicking, going, oh God, I, I've been meaning to do this for ages. I'm so sorry, vote. So our back end, our server just like steaming as all these votes are coming in. Um, so by businesses that work best under pressure, all these yeah well it's 90 percent of the work is always done in 10 percent of the time it's it's human nature a lot of a lot of suppliers who have success in the awards enter late it's we want people to enter whenever they want to but you know it's no no doesn't really bother us as long as they do but entering late means they can send a single email to all their couples and those couples go well the deadline's like next week we'll vote now um so some that can be uh make it sort of easier for people to manage. And also it highlights the fact that it really doesn't matter when you enter. Um, literally, we get feedback. We had this great interview with this lady last year, it was last year, maybe the year before, up in the North, Yorkshire in the Northeast at the regional event. And she won and she said, I entered the day entries closed. And I thought, what have I done? I haven't got a chance. But I don't quite know why people think that, but that's what people, some people think. Anyway, all her couples voted. The judging panel loved her, loved what she does. She won a regional award, went to London to the Nationals. I mean, she just couldn't believe it. So that, that's it just shows it doesn't matter when you enter. Uh, you're no advantage or disadvantage whatsoever. Um, so I think the judging profile, photos, questions, videos, votes, that's where that's where you're gonna um that's where you're gonna make or break your your entry if you like uh i think creating a good judging profile is key and then it goes externally make sure your website is up to date mm. uh, uh uh make sure you know for instance that there's a, a, i always think people should show i want to see who you are i want to see a photo of you who are you show me a little video and if you don't do that on your judging profile do it on your website for the benefit of your couples because they'll want to see that too people book people but but enable the judges to to get loads more good juicy information about you on your social on your on your website as well uh, you don't have to have a website we get lots of entrants who don't have one and if it's good enough for you it's good enough for us um but i would say they're really obvious but those are my those are my top tips there's not much more you can do um other yeah, than you know so probably amazing how many people don't put the effort in or honestly people don't upload photos in the questions it's the show in the face one is a really important one i mean and we 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 bang on on about this to all, you know our students, you know, because how many how many photographers' websites and certainly social medias when you go on there, all they've got is nice pictures of the weddings, but you don't have a clue who's taking the picture, you know. So yeah, and so much of it's such a personal connection. Lots of wedding suppliers. The reasons 
the reason those voters, those couples want to vote is because they have a personal connection to their supplier. And that's usually born out of the during the process of their wedding. But it should start before they've booked. Oh, yeah. They definitely. should be able to see who 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 are you? What do you what makes you tick? Um, you know, and it's I, amazing how many people don't because I think they're just a bit shy to be in front of the camera. Yeah, you just got to get over that fear though, haven't you, really? I I did a video when I did my entry for the wedding awards when I was part of it and i think you did as told me to do one yeah i told you because when you jumped on the bed yeah yeah in, were you <laughs> just in your undies were you? yeah i was yeah not again not so, again not that i purposely thought i'll put a upload a video of me in my underwear to see if that sways the judges it just, <laughs> with out of context it's not as serious as it sounds well i'm not recommending that as a top tip but it clearly worked for you forget so, listeners take your clothes off I'm joking. It was very, <laughs> it was very easy for me as a videographer to upload in the video section my wedding videos. Uh, but yeah. your advice was make sure that you show something behind the scenes, show your face as as well as your bit. So I did. I compiled this thing, and I think the last clip in that in that video that I submitted was me collapsing on the bed at the end of a really busy wedding season. Yeah. Just, just in my underwear. I think you know if you if you're if you're appealing, <laughs> it's I mean, quite funny and like give a yeah. Bit, but so. the judges are looking at you know, dozens and dozens of, of entries in their category. And if you can make one smile and make make your entry stick in their mind for whatever reason, it, they're going to come back to it to re-examine it. And I know that that's how the judging, most judges do it. They'll have a cursory look through and then they'll go back and look in more detail and in more detail again until they're making a list and whittling it down to the top two or three and then they're making their decisions. Because the So just quickly to explain how that works, the judges in the regional stage and the national stage, actually, they have to select their top three uh, in, in their, the category that they're looking at. So they give them a gold, silver and a bronze. A gold is eight points, silver is four points and a bronze is two points. And when all the judges have done their allocation, allocated their points and their gold, silver, bronzes, we add up those points and the winner is the one with the most points. So that's what I mean by the fact you have to garner sort of admiration from a good number of judges in order to win. Hmm. It's it's absolutely not the case that if you know one judge uh, on the on the panel, you're going to win. That that's just can't happen with the way the maths works. So um, it, it's and then the same happens again. So so sorry, the regional finalists in each category are judged like that first. The winners are announced at the events in November, um, and then the national judging starts. And this time, the judges are looking at all the regional winners in their category. They who they haven't compared to each other before. Uh, and they, again, they're going gold, silver, bronze, exactly the same process. Um, and as I say, it's as rigorous as it can be. I know the judges, lots of judges work incredibly hard on it and spend a lot of time on it, uh, which I'm really glad about. Um, and uh, the results, I stand by the results. Yeah, just just to go back, I was going to ask, so is it common for the judges and do you encourage them to not just look at the entries and the profiles, but to go beyond that? stalk the social media's websites do that do the yeah absolutely i think these days no hiding is there no social media has to become part of the judging process and they're not judging you on on well we don't give any judging criteria so we don't say to judges here's what we want you to look at we need to give judges free reign uh that's the whole point they're using their expertise they need to do that with free free will and free reign but they're looking at social media they're going to look at your website they're going to go to companies house some of them as i said earlier I never imagined that people would do that, but they do because they take it seriously. And I tell you who make some of the best judges who are the most diligent are the ones who've been involved with Twitter and done well in it themselves because they know how important it is 
to the other suppliers. So they have a proven track record of excellence in the wedding industry, whether that's through Twia and obviously because they're busy and, and have been doing it for years um, and are consistently busy. Um, and they come in and judge really rigorously because they know how important it, the process is. So, yeah, but they're, they're going to look at whatever they feel they need to look at to to um, to make their decision. But if you fall at the first hurdle and you, you, you haven't filled in a question or, you, or any questions and you haven't uploaded a photo or two, then they're going to it's hard for that to do for you guys to for interest to get that back you know they're going to move on to somebody else annoying i mean i don't want to give too much way of judging process but i, I do find it annoying when i'm judging people and i look at the profile and i think well they've, they've clearly not tried it's almost like they don't want to win mm. and it annoys me because i'm like why would you go into it and not have put any effort into it and some of them stand out clearly from others and I want as much info from that person so I can make an informed decision. Yeah. And if I've not got anything that I can judge, then it's very difficult. Yeah. I think sometimes I people... I judge fairly. Yeah. If they're not giving me much, much to go on, then it's, it's hard, you know? I think sometimes people are perhaps a little bit guilty of... Let's take the photography category because it's my area of expertise in inverted commas. Um, people, I think sometimes photographers think it's a photography competition and it's not. They'll upload photographs because that's easy for a photographer to do. But by skimming over those profile questions, they're missing the point. This is a business awards. This is about your whole, as rounded a view as your, of your business as we possibly can get within the realms of possibility and practicality. So if you just upload 10 photographs and rely on and hope that the judges go to your website to look at some more photographs and you haven't invested time and effort in everything else, then I would recommend you invest time and effort in everything else. That's how I'd put it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. So obviously we've touched on criticism and there are, you know, I'm in the, especially in the photography and video communities online that I'm in where people say it's like a popularity contest and it's money-making thing and brides and grooms don't really care. Like there's, there's there's negativity around it. Yeah, yeah. Do you, does that feed back to you guys? Do you see all those comments? Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Um we have, I have to say, so we've always got negative feedback, negative comments. Um, and I think, frankly, I would expect that. You can't create something that everyone's going to love. It's just impossible any, in any aspect of, of life or business. You know, we're Marmite. Um, I've got a little thing here, actually, which I had, I got given, which I really like. I've eaten it all now, but a little branded, Twier branded Marmite pot. Uh, so you could personalize Marmite pots and someone sent me one that just had Twitter on it and I love it. It sits on my desk. In fact, I've got two because I like Marmite. Um, it, we, we, I have stopped trying to convince everybody that Twitter, that we do Twitter in the right way and for the right reasons. Um, lots of the, the, the negativity comes from being people are misguided, misunderstood. There's lots of myths around Twitter that just aren't true. And we answer those on our website and on our blog. There's no point in trying to, to um, convince everybody that we, we're, we're doing our best and we're doing it in the best way possible. What we have to do is to c concentrate on providing a really good product for those people who want to be involved. Uh, mm. That, like any business, that is that is it. We, 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 we will answer people's comments, negative comments on social media. That's where they tend to come. And we will say, just just to we you know thanks so much for getting involved for, for your comment. Just to, we want to just make sure you have all the information you need to make this decision about 
what you feel about what we do or whatever, here's the relevant page on our website that purports to your comment. So we, we'll try and just sort of say, look, the information, what you're saying is not true. And here's the information on our website that, that shows that. Um, and it tends to be around, there's lots around oh, the entry fee. There's a sticking point there. Uh, why should you pay to win an award? Uh, well, you're not paying to win an award. You're paying to enter a competition. Uh, in the same way that a GCSE, you pay, your school pays for you to sit that exam. Yeah. Uh, you pay to enter a triathlon. Isn't there? You pay to enter uh, an awards in any other industry. Every industry has uh, an awards and there are entry fees. And in fact, I would question an awards that doesn't because at some point you're going to have to pay uh, for everything that we give you for free. Um, so included in the entry fee for the tour is are things like um, you get all the logos for free. Uh, you get a a free listing on our directory that's only for entrants and finest and winners of, of the wedding industry awards which is a really big selling point um you get and, and all the other stuff we've talked about the, the community the the voter feedback the 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 events and okay we charge a ticket price for the events too that, so that is extra but they're a low it's under 50 pounds for the regional events and it's under 100 pounds for the national event um, and the entry fee just so everyone knows this year is 108 pounds that's ink VAT for those that are VAT registered um we don't think that that is a, a huge investment cost in your business and in yourself personally for the amount of benefits you get back so we, we're always trying to say it's about value not about cost um so the negativity comes we try to and no one wants to be educated. No one wants to be, you know, but but we try to just say, look, all the information about how this works is on our site. We're super transparent, which backfired slightly when someone basically copied exactly what we did or tried to, uh, but maybe uh, we'll to that later. Um, uh, uh, don't happen, it's just a sign that you're good, you know? Yeah. And also, if you're not pissing yourself off, then you're not being successful enough. So Yeah. Uh, it was just so blatant and so crazy and it didn't work for them anyway. So anyway, um, so yeah, the negativity is there. We're never going to stop it. We were, we were chatting before we started recording and uh, it, I used to answer all the, the social media comments myself and it, it started to have a really negative impact on me personally. I'm going to, I'm going to say on my mental health, let's say. Um, so I, we now have somebody who runs our social media on a daily basis and she's amazing. And I tend not to see any negative comments unless they're, require some specific attention because I know they're there. I just don't necessarily need to see them. And Rachel who deals with it all is brilliant. Um, but I used to call, uh, people would be sort of trolling us and be repeat sort of haters, if you like. And I would go onto their website, find their phone number and, and call them, have a conversation like a human being. Let's, let's talk about this and I'll answer any questions you have. I'm not going to shout at you. I just want to answer your questions because you clearly you have some. And it was always amazing how those those people would, would completely change their tune when they were talking to a human being who, oh, by the way, I'm a wedding supplier. Did you know that? Oh, you haven't seen that page of my web, our website. Everything would change. And by the end, it was they were, they were offering to you know, promote us on their blogs and stuff. I, I think just don't hide behind your keyboard. Um, yeah. Email me directly. Email us from the website rather than going onto social media. Uh, and you'll get a response from me and I will answer your queries directly. And I will speak to you on the phone if you want to. Uh, that's really important to us. We're human beings and and we take we take those comments personally. But at the end of the day, we're just trying to make improve the product for those that want to engage with it, which is <clears throat> wedding suppliers and couples. It is absolutely brilliant. I was just going to touch something they said before with the, with the cost to ent entry. If, if you know how to make it work, 
it, it can bring you so much work. It gets you one booking. So can you imagine yeah. you've just oh. you've joined, you, you're actually on the regional event, you're putting in your social media, you're creating buzz about where you are and what you're doing, you're using your logo. It spreads. People talk about someone like, oh, is that that person at that awards event? Oh, they must be really good. Dude, it's going to lead to bookings. Well, yeah. and it's a minuscule amount of money to invest in yourself. I've got my own experiences with entering, and um, for people worried about the, the monetary outlay, being on your directory, I've had inquiries that are directly, we found you on the TWIA website. Yeah. So people, do, brides and grooms do look at that, and it's a, it's a popular site, and it's great for backlinks and SEO. Um, and then, like you say, the networking. I've met people at the awards, fellow videographers, other suppliers, planners who have gone, you, yeah. this guy's obviously good because he's in these awards, so I'm going to recommend him so that I get inquiries through that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. and you pay, get the same reciprocal stuff back. Yeah, you pay. I, you know, I've paid. I've paid blogs in the past to be featured on their directories and stuff. Much more, hundreds of pounds. Yeah. A year. No, I, I mean, you know, people say it's a money making exercise. <laughs> it doesn't make that much. I mean, you know. It, it, we we have i'm still shooting weddings um i have two other i can as well one and a half other businesses that we set up in lockdown that are nothing to do with weddings or photography um that are still going we we, we have plates spinning but to make a living we but we want to make sure that the awards is accessible so we're constantly trying to balance obviously increasing costs of everything that's going up and that means everything um but also making it accessible but there's no way that you could do it for free uh and i think that that almost doesn't need to be said i think because most people understand that what they're, they're entering a competition that is the full-time job effect well sort of a full-time job for two people and we have two others who we pay as well on a part-time basis everything is is done by us so if i said to a florist or a cake maker um you know give us a cake I don't know. I'm trying to think of a way around saying, well, well you don't do anything. You, you don't do what you do for free. So how could we? Um, well, the key thing is that when you're not buying an award, you're paying to enter a competition. And if you're good enough and you win, you'll win on merit. Um, that's the, uh, that's the, the crazy thing I don't understand is when people say, well, why would you buy an award? It, it's just not the case. Well, Otherwise well, everyone who enters would get an award. So yeah, just, I just don't get it. We always we'll always shout about it, and we fully believe in it. And um, the, I mean, the proofs in the pudding from from both of our points. Yeah, and we what one thing we always love on social, and it does happen, is when someone's sort of saying negative comments that are misguided or misled. Other businesses, other wedding suppliers, business owners will jump in and go, "Hold on a sec, that's not right," and that's way more powerful than us doing it. That's um, and I'm always very grateful, and I do then contact those people to say thank you very much because uh, we do appreciate that. They don't have to stand up for us, but I love it when they do because uh, it's it's pretty powerful. But I have to say, we've had a, we have a lot far less um, negativity since COVID. It's it's definitely definitely reduced. I think people are a lot more just live and let live. Now we we went through that experience, which is pretty unpleasant as an industry, uh, perhaps more than many uh, industries. And there's an element of look, I don't want to enter the awards. I don't like it, but I'm just going to keep that to myself and just let them crack on because there are plenty of people who do. Um, and we've noticed a real downturn in in the amount of negativity, which is which is great, frankly. I, I think I, it's much you, nicer place to be. About you know, people are fans comment and you'll and you'll reply and you'll inform where applicable. But what you're focusing on that not the people that don't like it. You're focusing on the people that are entering and making Yeah, like you would with any customers. I think that's the right approach. And at some point, I know that there are some, I've got an, I've got a, I've got a folder in my email of people that have repeatedly, fair play, they've contacted me directly, just sort of 
slagging the awards off or me personally, which has happened a couple of times, and that's fine. Um, but they have then gone on to enter the awards, and I've and I and I've and I've kept an eye on them. There's one in particular. Obviously, I won't tell you who, who they are, but they absolutely used to send me an email every day telling us what an absolutely ridiculous thing it is, Twitter is, and how terrible it is in every in every regard. And then I noticed one year that they'd entered, and they won their region. And they entered again and again and again and again. And they never had the humility to come back and go, do you know what? I was wrong about that. And I'm sorry. Um, because it's easy to hide behind a keyboard. I, you know, Anna and I, and it's me mainly, make make ourselves... One of the reasons we like our regional events is we get to make ourselves available to everyone to ask us questions. We stand there at the door welcoming everyone as they arrive. We'll work the room, so to speak, whenever we can during that evening, particularly after the presentation. Um, and I want people to ask me questions. I'm there. I'm, I run these awards. I'm making myself accessible to you in the flesh at an event. You can ask me any question you like. And I don't think that happens with many businesses like that. Um, but when people come up to me and say, so look, tell me, so how does all this work? You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. So, so what? So, or, so, so is there a judging panel or something? I go, look, oh, really? Okay. Well, yes, there is. And there's all the details on our website. Um, how on earth did you get to be a regional finalist? You must be really good at what you do if you haven't engaged and en entered into the sort of process of it all anyway. Um, <laughs> it, that's those sort of questions drive me nuts. Uh, with all due respect to everyone, but well, you I make myself available. Who, who was that person? Send you all those nasty comments and then entered. Oh, off air. Hey. Tell us. You can't. No, I, no I'm not going to. No, all right. Okay. Top secret. I mine. I'm. I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> but I do love the fact he entered because. Just, oh, it's a he. It's not a girl. Oh, uh, it was he. I did say they I, all the way up until the end. There, I said they. Yeah, it, I mean, it just goes to show, doesn't it? Well, it's a great story, and it, it's a shame we never get, then got back in touch. No, and I'm not going to go fishing. I'm not going to go point jabbing my finger and say to him, "Well, see, I told you so." But the knowledge that he's entered and done well is 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 enough for me. But yeah. if it was me, I like to think I would say, "Do you know what? I'm sorry about that. I got that wrong. I've seen it from a different perspective." And and um, you know that's enough that would be good but anyway i i, I don't need that I, I as i said create the product make it as good as it possibly can be for those who want to engage with it and try and take as many people with you as you can um uh, and we'll continue to do that what else can we do well uh on that point is what's what's the plans move is there a, is there an end game will you carry on forever what's well like <laughs> got anything? Um, will we carry on forever uh there isn't really an end game there's no exit strategy um we love doing it um we are an integral part of we are part we you know anna and i do everything um so when you come to our events it's me checking your name off as i said when you arrive then i get up on the stage with the microphone because i can talk confidently about these awards better than a b-list celebrity that we might be able to afford to come and do it um and i will never do that i'd never want that i want i want it to be me um we, it, it's it, it gets tiring november is brutal for us we do eight events in three weeks and i've just turned 50 anna turns she will hate me saying this she turns 50 two weeks time and we've noticed it's just getting harder it's late nights i mean we used to party with everyone afterwards but now we've changed it so that we drive halfway to the next venue that night so that we don't have any beers and we don't ruin ourselves for the next day um right. One of those events, haven't we? Oh, yeah. Hey, honestly, some some of them in the old back in the day when we would stay at the venue 
just got out of hand and we'd be up, I'd be up. So we go to bed at like two and I get up at six to de-rig and drive to the next one and do it all over again. And it just got, it, it, I just can't do that anymore. Um, First national when I won the newcomer and I went to the national and it's at Cafe de Paris. Yeah. Is is it a burlesque bar? It, it has been. Yeah. There's, there's, there's some interesting artwork on the walls or walls. And add some direct, pretty direct questions for me when I was trying to put all these receipts <laughs> through um, for any research. There. And he was like, I'm not sure you can claim burlesque bar as expenses. And <laughs> I, was, I was like, no, no, it's a genuine. Genuine. <laughs> That's so funny, though. It's unfortunately, bless, bless it, the Cafe de Paris didn't survive lockdown. It's been turned, been bought by Pasha, the nightclub group, and turned into a, in a, a big nightclub. Um, so we've moved from there. We're now for the last two years, we've used the Underglobe, um, uh, which is under Shakespeare's Globe Theatre, which is great. Um, and we're looking at another venue, maybe to change it from January 25. Um, but no, as for the plans, um, ah, well, I've got a few little pipe dreams, which I'd like to do. Um, but it's enough for us with the other plates that we're spinning business-wise as well, just to do this one thing as well as we can, which is deliver those events, run the judging panel, run the process, come up with trusted results that help promote the excellent talent in this country in the wedding industry and help couples find that talent mm. th th that's enough we're, we're not doing it as well as we you know we keep trying to improve and, and that's our main goal there are a couple of little little pipe dreams um which i'll keep to my keep those cars close to my chest if you don't mind but are they pipe no. dreams within the wedding industry awards or something separate uh well it's within the wedding industry mm. um uh, it, it's and it's. It, I don't. I don't I, that's all I'll say. It's within the wedding industry. Is it so, within the wedding? Your wedding industry awards. Or it's something? the awards. Yeah, it's it's a development of the awards. Yeah. Oh wow. And I've tried a few. I've tried a couple of things which absolutely fell on their face. Um, um, we wanted to do a series of regional showcases, let's say in February and March, when wedding showcases happen at venues around the country, but just for Twia finalists and winners, because um, I think that would be a really good idea. And I just couldn't get it off the ground. Um, probably because I didn't do it for, properly. And I'm, you know, I'm very happy to accept that the in any business, you know, I, you know, one of my businesses, I'm I'm the limiting factor here. My tiny little brain only works so well. So, you know, uh, there are things that that we tried and failed, and that's fine. You learn and you you dust yourself off and you you crack on. Um, but there's a couple of little niggly things that I've always wanted to try within with our awards within the wedding industry, and not I'll give you another little tip. It's not within the UK. Um that a little a little uh, hint so but i i think yeah that they've never come to fruition because i'm not i think it would just dilute me, me even further and i'm and i've got other stuff i need to work on yeah, yeah. well yeah don't don't dilute the awards because it's brilliant and long may <laughs> thanks yeah, i'm so sure that it's not it's so nice having a conversation with two two big fans of twitter just like not oh, giving them loads of absolute people. grilling that are probably even people listening to this that will that would want to thank you because you know you you I, I would be confident in saying you've changed people's livelihood. Well, yeah, yeah. Or, or helped helped along that. Yeah, thing. I think we've definitely helped, and we get that feedback. We get emails saying the loveliest things we hear are if you know how to use it, and you mentioned this earlier, how you just knew what to do with it. it sh I think it's it it should be fairly obvious. You've got to sing it from the rooftops if you do well in Twitter, or if you enter it. Frankly, just if you enter, um, but if you. And if you do well, it shouldn't drive your business. It should drive your numbers. It should drive your bookings. It should drive your price. But we get feedback saying it's improved my self-confidence. Um, it's made me f improve my self-worth. 
gives me goosebumps just thinking about that we've created something that could have that much of an effect on people. Um, you know, I know it's had that impact. Um, and I know that there are lots of people out there who didn't have success to begin with, but came back again and again and again and constantly trying to improve their businesses. Oh, and by the way, I might this might help me win an award and eventually did win. And that's incredibly satisfying because the people who benefit most, and we were saying this sort of off air earlier, the people that benefit most are the couples who you're working for. That is the end game here. It's about raising standards in the industry and recognizing those standards. And I'm really proud that we help do that. That's that's yeah. all we've ever tried to do. I just want to just ask, sort of chip in with this one. When we talked about using it, because you were saying you knew how to use it when you won the yeah. and I kind of did as well. What what advice or what 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 what's a good strategy or what sort of action should people take when they enter the awards through the process and then after if we can sort of so if they've won and so, they've got that badge yeah but yeah in it so when I first so just and as an example when I first entered straight around social medias I've entered the awards right bosh keep talking about that get in touch with your couples obviously so you can get those those votes in but I the way that I used it after when I won the award was a contact, a contact my, my local press, my local papers, yep. articles in the paper. So is there anything else you think people can do to actually use it, to, you know, to help them benefit actually going in the awards as yeah. well? Or, or, or just no, be- I think it's a really good point because I think if you win, it's obvious, it's easy. But for most people, obviously, within awards, most people don't win. Um, so how can you make the most out of your tweer journey, for want of a better term? Um, we have, first of all, there's a, if you go on our website and click on the WordPress lo- icon in the top right-hand corner, you'll go to our blog, and there's a blog post about how to make the most out of your Twitter journey. There's loads of other useful stuff on there too, which I which I think we don't probably don't make enough of, um, but it's there. Um, the, the 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 first thing I would say is yeah, this entering Twitter, regardless of how you get on, can create nar- a narrative content for your social media and for your emails that you're doing that you're sending or you should be sending. Um, People will sit up and take notice of the fact you've just entered. Um, it shows confidence, self-confidence, which is uh, an attractive quality in a wedding in any business, but a wedding business particularly. And couples will go with you on this journey if you show them. Now, there's going to come a point. So that means taking, you know, photo- photographing, using our logos. Um, I know obviously that promotes us, but that, that's not really the point. I, I want people to promote themselves through Twitter um, to take your audiences with you on this journey uh, say that you're excited show that vulnerability that you're nervous that you're worried about this that you really want to do well uh, again when you open yourself up to that vulnerability it's it, it it's it humanizes you it makes the personalizes your business um i think as you get through to the nub of it when you're at the events let's say you may you become a finalist amazing you know, and not everybody does. That's another thing that everyone thinks. Absolutely not the case. As I said, about a third or a quarter of people every year do not become a finalist. But if you do use that logo, everyone's going to go, oh my God, well done, congratulations. Clients past, present and future. And if word of mouth drives our industry, it's going to drive it when you've won something like that or become a finalist. People are going to pat themselves on the back and they're going to say, our wedding florist uh, the one we selected before she won an award has just won an award or become a finalist. You know, that that's a, there's a lot of self-congratulations going on there, which, which, which happens in the industry. You know, our wedding, all our friends said our wedding was the best wedding they've ever attended. It, <laughs> you know, it, it happens. And then I think at the event is key. You need to come armed with, obviously you're going to have your camera. You're going to take photos and videos. You're going to tag other people's success. 
You're going to share that love with your audience and with other people who are in that room. You're going to come if you if they even exist anymore with business cards to give to people. If you're a musician, let's say, uh, and you are a finalist or a winner on the night and you're in the room, you're going to go and seek out, find who the wedding venue owners are in the room. And you're going to say, hi, I'm a finalist or I've just won tonight. I'd love to be on the recommended supply list at your venue. Now, why wouldn't a venue just want a long list of recommended suppliers who have all been finalists at an awards program like Twitter? So you've got to work the room. One of the things we've always tried to work out, we've always failed, is how do we differentiate between people in the room? How do we show what category they're in? Um, you know, do we make them wear a hat, different colored hats, depending on what category then, or a sash? You don't Please do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Although I'd love to try it. It'd be so funny. Is there an app that does it? Well, I've looked and there isn't anything that does exactly what we want. And we, we obviously can't create one ourselves. So that you're is in, a challenge. You're in that corner. <laughs> yeah. But, that, but actually, at the national event, it's a, it used to be a little bit easier because inevitably uh national finalists regional winners from each region would stand together so yeah. you get the northeast in one corner and the southwest over there and everyone would travel on the train together and that was sort of made it a little bit easier but, well, but the regional events are more challenging in that in that regard so who's the loudest region oh uh, okay well the northwest hey! and i'm not saying that i know you guys would be pleased with that the northwest has always been rowdy uh without doubt um but in their own way they all are because you've got 200 we get 250 guests these days at our events um they're excited they're excitable they're out out which doesn't happen very often for wedding suppliers um they're they're up for an award the nerves are jangling there's been booze has been drunk uh, and that makes and i encourage a rowdy audience you will not mm. our events are parties at which we hand out events uh at which we hand out awards we do not have formal sit down dining because it doesn't work in our industry you don't if i'm going to an awards event with anna we don't come on a table of 10 like a corporate event i want to be able to work the room and, and mix and mingle and 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 you know, I, I don't need a full three course meal. I just want something to nibble on. I'm nervous. I'm crapping myself. I need some booze and I need either a seat if I want to, but I'm going to be standing at the back pacing foot to foot. That that's that was where, why we decided to do half theatre style and half standing of all of our events. And the atmosphere that creates is electric. Our events are loud and raucous and funny um, and emotional. And I love that. You're always in the zone. I remember seeing it at the final events. You're always focused. You're in the zone. It's great. Uh, so moving on from what you've just said there, we always ask a question to everybody who comes on the podcast. Right. And that the, the question is, have you got any funny stories that have happened to you? We normally ask them within their business on weddings, but we're going to say... At Maybe the, at, at the, events. the events. Have you got an embarrassing story or just a oh, God. story um, that you can relay? Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Um, well, Howard, one of them involves you, but in a really good way, in a positive way. I'm going to remind you of this. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't expect this. Yeah, go so, on. Go, go no, don't it. worry. Don't worry. You come out very, very well in this. So um, on our the back end of our website, we used to have the ability, the functionality to load in the winners and then time it when it was released onto our website so that um, when we announced the winners, the winners, when we announced the winners at the event, that information goes straight up onto the website automatically. Now, I did 
loaded up. You can see you're nodding. I think you know where I'm going with this. I loaded up the winners. Oops. I loaded up the winners, um, but didn't set the timer. Uh, I only load. I only get the winners information the day before the event, anyway. So it's it's last minute anyway. But I loaded them up on the night of the event because I'm super paranoid about this sort of thing. But forgot to set the timer, and the the <laughs> the winners were immediately shown on the website. Now, luckily, everybody who was arriving at the venue was was already arriving at the venue. And I do remember that the phone reception and the Wi-Fi weren't great at that venue. Um, I got a call from you, Howard, on my phone saying, Demo, uh, just to let you know, the, the winners for tonight are live on the website. So I had a... It's the, if you run an awards, that is the absolute worst thing that could possibly happen when you announce early. It's like Prue Leith did it once for Bake Off. Do you remember? She tweeted the winners because she was in the wrong time zone and got confused. Oh, yeah. No. I've never been... So anyway, I basically hung up on you, Howard, which was rude because I just needed to go and deal with this. Three or four people saw who were in the room and I had to sort of sort that out with them. Uh, I was... I was so grateful to you for spotting that and calling me straight away and not doing anything else with it. Like someone else, I know you would never have done this, but people would have gone, oh, the results are already on the website and put it on social. Uh, I was able to put that fire out pretty quickly. But from now on, well, I've had that functionality removed from the back end of our website. I don't even want, so after every awards event, I have to go with my laptop, get on the Wi-Fi and manually put in all the winners in the back end of our site so that they appear on the on the page yeah. I, I refuse to have any sort of timer so that was one uh, yeah I've, had, I've been i've been collared i've been physically collared by disgruntled regional finalists or national well, usually it's national finalists uh, who, who are disappointed not to have won should we put it that way uh literally grabbed me by the lapels and got physical with me and Dorman had to come and step in and remove those those people that that's slightly unpleasant but I, I sort of take it as a little bit of a compliment because they they care about it people want to want to win and they put a lot of effort in it's usually alcohol fueled um yeah I, I was sat in a kebab shop one year at one o'clock in the morning and the kebab shop was full of twee finalists <laughs> I wish I'd been there we're all in this kebab shop chatting and going oh which one did you oh you go and we were like networking over um, <laughs> those are the photos i need on this on the website i think i'd love i'd so, love images like that they're so funny uh, um, so um just to just to close up with um yeah we've got a couple of like i say the the embarrassing story which you've answered plentiful um <laughs> and then the other the other question that we ask all our guests is um if you could swap trades in the industry and do something else so for you obviously as a photographer is there anything else that you would want to have a go? Mm, that's a really good question. Swapping trades. Doing a different service. I think I think I would like to... Oh, the dog's coming. Come on then, sit under here. Hey! I'd like to run a venue. Um, I've, I've had... I think photographers are, are, are rare within wedding supplies in that we see pretty much every aspect of of what goes on at a wedding. There are others of, uh, who do as well, but we we are paid to be there from when the girls are getting ready until people are all over the dance floor um, and beyond. Uh, I'd like to, and Anna and I have talked about this, um, I'd like to use that experience of 20 years to uh, um, to, to run a venue, to, to to buy a property, develop it into a, into a wedding venue. We looked at it ages ago, in fact, just before the financial crash back in 2008, and I'm glad we didn't do it then. Um, and we've never really, never, never, never sort of got there. But that's probably what I would like to do because 
we we're both from that event management hospitality background we've had experience with weddings plus our events and i think we could do a good job of that um there aren't many other aspects of i tell you what the one i wouldn't like to swap with then maybe i'll flip the question around is i always admire hair and makeup artists when i'm working with them because their clients see their work immediately it's done so as a photographer my clients see my photographs within one week of the wedding but i'm not in the room when they look at them um that i like that um howard when you perform you're getting a direct feedback from that crowd which is always very positive i know but it must be incredibly nerve-wracking and for hair and makeup particularly because no one's had any booze well not much at that point and it's incredible so important for the for the brides and bridesmaids and mums to have good hair and makeup and I was that moment when they get the mirror and they just sort of show it and they're going, what do you think? And they go, oh, and the bride, some bridesmaid chips in and says, oh, I don't really like that bit. And I go, oh, God, I'm going to write, redo that bit. No problem. No problem. Oh, yeah, I can redo that bit. Yeah. I, I would not want to. I, I think that's incredible. And I always admire them when they when they, they just deal with it really calmly. Last question. Um, this, this might be an obvious answer, but from our last guest, Johnny Draper, uh, fellow photographer, and we're going to ask you to leave a question for our next guest. But okay. Question well, for you was, what's the first piece of advice or the one piece of advice you would give to someone starting out in the wedding industry, whatever field? That's a great question. Did Johnny it, know that he was asking me this question? Oh, okay. Not keep... that that makes any difference. What what piece of advice would I give? Um, awards. Enter the TWIA awards. <laughs> yeah, other than that, other than that. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> obvious. Yeah, you should enter the awards and use it to help your business grow. That's the first thing. Uh, the actual bit of advice I would give... Within the wedding industry, I would um, absolutely focus on being yourself and whatever it is. Don't look too hard at what other people are doing to begin with. It's, there's an aspect of that where, where I think you need to at some point, but really hone in on who you are and what you do and why you do it and show that on a website, still the, the, the way most people do it, and also on, on your social I think that's really important. Be brutally honest with yourself and who am I? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? And show that to your prospective couples, because you will then get couples booking you that want you and what you do for them. And all you have to do in inverted commas is pitch up and do it. There's mm. no, it, it's, you're not trying to be someone else. And I know that's probably the same in any business, any walk of life, but people in the, in the wedding industry, people book people your service will come second and and a close second, but you need to be, you need to have a very clear understanding of who you are and what you're trying to do and why, why you're trying to do it and explain that to your perspective. I think it's like finding your own superpower and, yeah. and just going with it. Yep. I, I was obviously inspired by other artists and when I first started out, but it wasn't until I started to do what kind of pretty much what I do now, go in and entertain people. I, I then I found my niche and I realized this is me. Yeah. This what I'm meant to do, full throttle, you know. Yeah, yep. great advice. Now um, you're going to ask me a question to leave the next person. For the next person, yeah. Yes, please. And wedding industry specific, I guess. So how... Wedding, a wedding yeah, just marketing business a, uh, question. General business question. Yeah. Specific. Okay. But I mean, it can... So, okay, so my, the question I would ask is what else... goes on from what I was saying, I think. What... If you're not doing this already, and if you are, what else would you do on the day to promote yourself and your business? Hmm. Or the moment when you're delivering your products to your, your couples. So what I mean is if you're a florist and you deliver the flowers to the house, 
what are you doing to promote your business at that moment? Other than the fact the flowers look lovely, what else are you doing around it? And the thing that springs to mind as an example is I saw a florist. Um, she delivered the flowers. And most of the time it's like, oh, they're lovely. Thanks so much. Bye. And they're off to deliver some more flowers. This florist stopped and she gave the girls for ladies, women, for <laughs> bridesmaids and uh, bridal party, a tutorial on how to carry their bouquet, what, where to, st- how to hold themselves when they're carrying it, to show the flowers, but also not to, 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 so they all looked the same or, or complemented each other, how to look after the flowers during the day. It wasn't, it took a few minutes, but it was, I know that that bridal party found that incredibly useful and I hadn't seen that before. Um, I've seen it a couple of times since, but it's that, what are you, what extra can you add? Your product's yeah. amazing. What extra are you doing? And I'm thinking particularly on, on the day that you deliver it. Yeah. And Great. those sort Thank of you. things really make the difference and make you stand out massively. And yeah. it makes yeah. talk about you. Certainly with what you've said there regarding the florist, people will remember that. And God, remember how helpful yeah. she was on the day. So there's bit. an expectation but- that the product and the service is going to be good. They wouldn't have booked you if that's not there. So there has to be something around it that, that um, differentiates you from everybody else. Um, cool. Great question. All right. So just wrapping up then, we obviously we tell everybody to enter the TDYA Awards because we love it. Thank you. Where do um, where do people go? Where do people when, need to go? When's the deadline again? Let's reiterate. So all the details about how everything works about uh, within the Wedding Industry Awards is available on our website. The URL is really cumbersome and rubbish. It is the hyphen wedding hyphen industry hyphen awards.co.uk. But if you Google it, it'll you'll find it. Google TDA um, Wedding Awards. Is it right? Okay. Cool. Yeah, the Wedding Industry Awards. Google that. You'll find us. All okay. the information is on there. And if you have a question, email us. The deadline is deadline for entries is the 25th of September this year. The deadline for voting is the following week, the 2nd of October. And then our regional, then the judging happens. Our regional events are in November, details on the website. Our national event is in January, details are on the website. Um, please get involved. Uh, uh, yeah, I recommend it. It's good for you. It's good for your business. Um, and it's fun and exciting as well. Brilliant. <laughs> thanks, Damo. Thanks, mate. Appreciate you. Thank you, mate. Honestly. Thank you. I loved it. So thanks so much for listening. We really hope that you found this episode insightful, inspirational. And if you did enjoy that, then please consider subscribing to us wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, we're Think Wedding Business. We're also on YouTube and Instagram. So if you want to watch us, you can go over to YouTube and find us at Think Wedding Business. And the same over on Instagram to keep up with all of our future episodes. We'd really love you to subscribe and join us on this journey. And if you do like this content, please consider giving us a five-star review. It just helps us get seen and helps spread the word. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.